Hey, just a heads up, this episode is full of spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it and then coming back and listening. Otherwise, I might just ruin it for you. Hey, and thanks for listening. Scott here with another episode of Seen Anything Good, a podcast where I get my opinions and reviews on movies and TV shows. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You can get it here on Podbean or Apple, Google, or Amazon Podcasts. Today we're going to be talking about the 2018 version of the movie A Star is Born. It's a musical romantic dramedy produced and directed by Bradley Cooper, his directorial debut, Written by Bradley Cooper, Eric Roth, and Will Fetters. It was previously made in 1937 and 1954. Initially, talk started to remake it again in 2011 with Clint Eastwood attached to direct and Beyonce set to star. It was stuck in development hell for several years with a slew of actors approached to co-star including Christian Bale, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lopez, Will Smith, and Tom Cruise. In March of 2016, Bradley Cooper signed on to star and direct with Lady Gaga joining in August of 2016. Filming started in April of 2017 and it premiered at the 75th Venice International Film Festival on August 31st, 2018. Theatrically released in the U.S. on August 5th, 2018 by Warner Brothers, it grossed $436 million worldwide. It was nominated for eight Academy Awards, including Best Picture, one for Best Original Song, Shallow, which also won a Golden Globe, and the Globe for Best Picture, Drama, and the soundtrack had seven Grammy nominations, winning four, nominated for Song of the Year twice. Movie stars Bradley Cooper as Jackson Jack Maine, an established singer-songwriter and alcoholic and drug addict. He's Ellie's mentor and husband, and he was nominated for an Oscar for his performance. Lady Gaga stars as Ellie Maine, a singer-songwriter who is discovered by Jack and later becomes his wife. She also was nominated for an Oscar. Sam Elliott stars as Bobby Maine, Jack's older half-brother and manager. He also was Oscar-nominated for his performance. Rounding out the cast, you have Andrew Dice Clay as Lorenzo, Allie's father. Dave Chappelle as George Noodle Stone, a retired musician and Jack's best friend. And Greg Grunberg as Phil, Jack's driver. Now, the plot of the movie picks up right from the beginning. You got a good feeling of the life that Jackson is living. It starts out showing him taking some pills, washing it down with a drink, and getting ready to go out on stage. He's a country performer, but clearly he's more rock star than country performer based on the fan reaction, the size of the audience, how he plays everything that you see. He's more rock star than country singer, although his songs are definitely country. Um... The way he performs definitely performs like a rock star, gives it everything like a rock star would perform. Uh, 
um, but you can see some signs and some hints that there's clearly some problems going on you know stated before he's an alcoholic and a drug addict there's a moment where you hear a ringing sound that he hears in his ears so you know that there's something going on with his hearing um, but he still goes out there and just lets it rip and it sounds amazing um, Bradley Cooper did all his singing. He learned how to play guitar and how to play piano. Um, most of the guitar work was done by an established guitar player because there's no way you could learn how to play guitar like that for a movie that quickly and play it that well. Um, but he did actually put in the work, learn how to play guitar, play piano. And for an actor, to, he can sing extremely well. At least I thought so. Um... He gets done with the show, tries to find a bar, and has his driver, Phil, pull into a bar, and he gets out, goes in, quickly realizes it's a drag club. He doesn't care. He's there to get drunk because he's already drunk, just wants to keep drinking. And out comes Lady Gaga, who sings a song in French. Um, Jack is met at the door, recognized immediately by Lady Gaga's friend, who introduces them afterwards, takes him backstage to meet her. They go out and get another drink um, at another bar that's open all hours. Somebody comes, approaches him and asks him to take a picture. And he's like, it's okay, it's alright. The guy's being kind of rude and Allie decides that she's going to throw a punch, knocks the guy in the face. They duck out of there, and he goes, they, takes her to a grocery store, gets a bag of frozen peas to put on her hand, takes care of her. Um, they immediately hit it off. They're talking the whole time, discovers that she's also a songwriter, starts writing a song right then and there during the whole process of everything that's been going on since they met. Um, he invites her to a show <coughs> that evening, and she says, no, no, I can't, I gotta work, I gotta work, and won't take no for an answer, actually leaves his driver, Phil, to pick her up and take her. She goes into work, they tell her she's late, she walks out, quits, hops in the car, hops on a jet, gets taken to the arena where he's playing. Um, that song that she had been writing while they were sitting there talking, he had actually worked it up and had it written out and called her out on stage to sing it with him and she instantly becomes a star and goes on tour with him. Um, it kind of picks up from there. You can see his life immediately changes when she enters it. Um, she has definitely a positive influence on him. Um, you see him, I would have to say, go from being someone who is lonely to someone who's very happy at that point or starting to become happy and see what life can be like um the movie is his character arc for sure um Allie as well because you see her become somebody who works at a restaurant and sings in a drag bar to somebody who becomes a pop star um his star is at the top on the way down and hers is starting to rise thanks to the performance that she has with him um, him coming to grips with her celebrity um, as well as his t 
tinnitus that he has, which is going to cause him to eventually go deaf and refusing to wear the earplugs that will help him and the hearing aids that will help him. Um, it's tragic because he does the drugs and gets drunk to lose himself in all this, and you can see it throughout. Um, eventually, he hits rock bottom and wakes up in his best friend's lawn who ends up being Dave Chappelle um, takes him inside he was supposed to be at Allie's big debut nobody her, could hear from him finally tracked him down she showed up um, Dave Chappelle had was a surprise honestly in the movie for me um, to see him show up in it, along with Andrew Dice Clay, which I'll get to momentarily. There was a line when he was with Dave Chappelle that Dave Chappelle, I, I almost, it, it seems like he gave it completely off the cuff, like it was unrehearsed, it completely was ad-libbed, and it was basically giving him the reason why he stopped being a musician and retired and decided to have a family and it was a very true sounding speech from him like he was giving it and almost in relation to why personally Dave Chappelle may have stopped doing the stuff that he was doing acting and his show and kind of stepped out of the limelight as he did um, it made a lot of sense, and the two kind of correlated. Um, it was a very powerful speech, and it was very extremely well delivered, and it was um, a very good moment in the movie, I thought. Um, and that was where he decided to propose to Allie, um, and they got married on the spot. Um, now, Andrew Dice Clay in the movie, as Lorenzo playing Allie's father, um, was a huge surprise to see him in it and being a a child of the 80s a teenager in the 80s and the 90s Andrew Dice Clay was larger than life and to see him in this movie is not the character of Andrew Dice Clay but as Lorenzo Alley's father he is completely believable as her father and she's completely believable as his daughter you can see that it is a role that he took just so extremely seriously you could see the compassion on him and you could believe that that is his that is her father I mean you would buy that watching that yeah that's that's his that's her father um, the way that he acts and talks to her and talks with her um, two comedians in this movie just give two such I mean in my opinion powerful performances that were really underrated as far as um, what you've heard from this movie and about this movie because of just how fantastic Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga and Sam Elliott were in this movie those two characters and those two actors were extremely underrated um, the movie of course he gets worse Bradley just continues his character Jackson just continues to get worse um Allie gets becomes a pop, huge pop star gets nominated for 
um, Grammy Award, wins it. He's drunk and high, and as she's doing her acceptance speech, gets up on stage and pees his pants and embarrasses himself, embarrasses her, and at that point, you could really buy that Andrew Dice Clay was her father, the way he talks at Jackson and the way that he dealt with him. And just seeing his slow spiral out of control and hitting rock bottom at that point, not only for him, but embarrassing her and affecting her career at that point, um, going into rehab and working through the problems that he has, um, seeing the character arc going from where he was to the rock bottom and then getting back out again, um, and her sticking by him and waiting for him throughout this whole thing. In the movie, you see him in his home, and he doesn't have this hugely extravagant house or anything like that. It's, you know, it's a nice house, but it's not a mansion by any means. He's got an old pickup truck in the garage and a motorcycle in the garage, and it's not anything spectacular. It's what you'd expect from, you know, an everyman. Um, he doesn't have, um, throughout the movie, the best relationship with his half-brother. And at one point, they get in a fight, and he fires him. Um, they reconcile later on. It's, the relationship is so strained to where... Um, Sam Elliott's character, Bobby, picks him up from rehab, drives him home, doesn't even know where he lives, so they're brothers, basically, and doesn't even know where Jackson lives. They had had a big argument earlier in the movie about how he was the one that took care of him because Jackson, all he wanted to do was drink with their father, and their father died when Jackson was 13 and if he'd have lived it was just another drinking buddy and he idolized him for no reason and as part of his recovery from getting out of rehab he said that it wasn't the father that he idolized it was the older half-brother that he idolized as he was getting out of the car and you see him Bobby backing the vehicle out of the driveway crying and you see Jackson walking inside and you heard the emotion in his voice and just the 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 way that they portray the relationship between the two I mean it's a rocky relationship but there's a real feeling between the two that just never seemed to have made it to each other until he had hit rock bottom and had to come to grips with how his life was spiraling out of control because of the reactions and everything that happened at the Grammys. Um, Allie's European concert got canceled. Um, her producer told him that as long as he was in the picture that her music career was done that that was it, it was over for her because he was such a joke at that point and she was a joke for staying with him that she would never go anywhere. She came home and told him that they were gonna, they decided to not go to Europe so they could work on another album. She was gonna go rehearse and go do the last show and wanted him to come see it. Um, 
he realized that the only way she was ever going to succeed was without him. So um, he ends up taking his life at the end of the movie because it's the only way that he sees that she can move forward. He doesn't see a way forward for himself because he's a musician who's going deaf and knows that eventually he's probably going to turn back to the alcohol and to the drugs and just so the lifestyle that he had before and end up losing her or embarrassing her again anyways um, ends up taking his own life and just what is an immense tragedy in the film because that producer of hers basically told him to do it without saying it in so many words um, and he did it strictly out of love for his wife, wanting her to succeed and knowing that she never would with him in it. Um, the movie you can see from the beginning is going to be a tragedy. Um, there was numerous times throughout the movie that I got choked up. I watched it a second time. The first time I saw it was not long after it came out. My wife wanted to watch it. I watched it with her and was excited to see it. It wasn't something I was dreading seeing because I like Bradley Cooper and didn't know much about Lady Gaga, but I had heard her um, on the Grammys sing, do the song with Metallica, and I liked the way she sounded and the trailers that I had seen for it looked really good. Um, I enjoyed it. I got choked up a couple times and outright cried at the end the first time I saw it and had been wanting to watch it again for a while and just didn't want to invest in it that much emotion into a movie and decided to watch it again the other day. So I watched it and watched it with my wife again and got all the same old emotions that came back again cried in the same spots and cried at the end again. Um, it's just a fantastic movie. I, I It's one of my favorites. Um, it's such a tragedy, but it's such a good story that it's hard to stay away from a movie that has such a good story like that. Um, the fact that he can sing as well as he could sing, I didn't know that about Bradley Cooper. He can really sing well, and the two of them sing extremely well together. Um, the music, the soundtrack for this was just... <clears throat> every song was good. I mean, there was very few songs. Some of the Lady Gaga songs, when she was swinging into her pop career, weren't exactly for me, but the, the country songs that they did together, I'm a fan of just about everything but pop um country included i do like it and the songs they did together were really good um how they didn't win the academy awards for best actor actress and supporting actor and best picture i, I don't know how that i don't know what won but they should have um and just the surprises that were in the cast with having andrew dice clay and dave chappelle kind of snuck in there um they were such good additions and deserved so much more credit than what they got for their small roles in this movie that they should have gotten more accolades than what they got but there's only so much that you can do um the dislikes i 
honestly, I personally, on one hand, I would have loved to have seen the movie end on a happy note, but the only way this movie could have really ended was the way it ended. I think anything else would have been a ripoff, um, and it just would have cheapened the movie, I guess. I, it's a tragedy, and it started that way. You could see the signs from the very beginning, even before he met her, um, and all through the time that they were together, that this was kind of the way that it was going to go. Um, you can't go wrong with this movie, though. Um, it, it, it's a great movie. Anybody who watches it is going to get choked up at points, get messy at points, and dependent upon how you are, cry at points, because I know I did a couple of times. Um, the movie got a 90% with critics on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience gave it a 79%. Um, that number probably fluctuates, but I, I can't see that being so low. I have to say that that's got to be a higher number because this movie is spectacular. Um, that's all I have for this one. This movie was a... Um, on a parting note, I guess, this movie was my type of movie. I, I, as a, somebody who has played an instrument and still does, I noodle around. Um, one of my biggest regrets was never sticking with it and just playing other people's stuff instead of ever learning how to play my own or to stick with it and do better than what I can do now. Um, that was always the lifestyle I wanted to lead. Granted, not the alcoholic and the drug addict, but the the playing in front of the crowds and to to see that side of the behind the scenes look at it. I guess that they showed was always something that was the life that I always wanted to live. Like a lot of people were, um, made me want to dust off my guitar and start playing again which is something I think I might do because you can there's worse hobbies that you can have put it that way so that's it for today I'd love to get your feedback I know this is a little bit of a different review than what I normally give but I'd love to get your feedback you can get me on facebook at facebook.com forward slash sag podcast on instagram at podcaster.scott you can email me directly at podcaster.scott at gmail.com. The podcast is available on Apple, Google, and Amazon Podcasts, along with the good folks at Podbean who host it. Hope you have a good one, and we'll catch you next time.